Also, try our sports platter. Back here at WSUM 91.7 FM here in Madison. Beyond the Badgers taking over on the mic. Couple of live guests in studio today, Lobes. We're uh, we're always excited for live guests. Uh, we had the Natty Champs in uh, the women's hockey team last couple weeks. Today we got a couple special guests. They're brothers, which is pretty pretty cool. We got the Hockey Humanitarian Award winner Jacob Buns uh, from your Wisconsin Badgers, and his brother Davis Buns, who was in a Frozen Four with Providence this past weekend. Fellas, how we doing? We're doing great. Thanks for having us, boys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Who's who's the best buns? I am. Yeah. Is that true? I, I'm, I'm going to give it to him just solely because my Twitter name is. Second I was best just about buns. to say so you gotta, can follow them on Twitter at Jake Seven Buns and Second Best Buns. Is that second like S E no. like spelled two, out? Two N D. Oh. Two N D. All right. All like, right. Well, like as in he's not as good as me. Second best, like that kind yeah. of. Oh, nice. Is winning good, Jake? Is winning good, yeah. <laughs> winning's, winning is, uh, <laughs> is winning good. You beat me to it. Winning's good for for Jake. And as always, we got Dubs in the studio. Dubs, holler at the people. What up, people? Uh, God, sucked. you got to work that on that. Sucked, Dubs. I, I mean, you just, so I was weak. just... Oh, no, you caught me low-key. That's my bad. That's on me, boys. Dubs, you got to be ready for anything. Uh, before we get to the interview, because we're going to ask some hard-hitting questions, uh, as always, Dubs... Bring us home for a little we top get, five and we get, first five. We get the Buns brothers in on it, too. Ooh. They get to contribute. They'll be on the mic a little more than Dubs today, probably. I'm down. I, I hope so. Guaranteed. <laughs> no, you'd love to see it. Dubs is showing me the ropes over here. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. We're starting the NBA, boys. Oh. A ton of hockey guys starting the NBA. That's How do they, These guys right. are both shaking their heads. They're oh. out. All right. Go, but Dubs. I think we have to acknowledge the fact that the Warriors blew a 31-point lead and lost game two at the Oracle. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> that ain't good at all. Let me say that. Right. Um, do any of you guys have concerns about Golden State in the playoffs going forward? No. Golden State is going to win 15 games in a row. They're going to sweep. I'm just kidding. They're, they, you know what? I think they're going to lose to Houston. They're going to lose to Houston next round. I love I that. Think, I, I have I, big I, concerns. I hope, I hope they do, in all honesty, but it's a big, big thing. Uh, well, no, I shouldn't say big thing. They still have a star set lineup, but Boogie Cousins is done for the year. Torn left quad. Do you see the video of it? It looked ugly. He's literally just, he's just literally running for the ball and drops. See so yeah, a sniper yeah, in the was, stands. Down goes boogie. It but. was ugly. Uh, two things I took away. First, the three-one jokes. They blew a three-one <laughs> lead to the Cavs. Everybody, Weird. those are hot in the streets. Uh, so we can get those three-one, thirty-one jokes going. Uh, and then second, I don't know if you saw this, Patrick. You're not a big NBA guy. I've, you know, I've you know I've started to come around. Not on the regular Come season. Come around is like, if this is the cor- you're just entering the corner. We're on the radio. They can't see you diagramming. Anyways, Kevin Durant uh, <laughs> only took nine shots, I think, in the game. He's their best guy, in my opinion. They got to get him going. So when he's not uh, working the offense, and you got little Stephanie Curry jacking Steph- up thirty-five foot threes, that. we we got a uh, Houston. We got a problem. So Ooh. they're actually pun intended. With- pun intended. Houston, we got a problem. Uh, but um. We could hear you uh, whispering. Anyways, we still, we still hear you over the mic. It's it's all right. Anyways, I don't uh, know anything about basketball. Thanks. <laughs> Boogie Cousins actually makes them worse when he's on the court, so that's a that's a plus. Dubs, that's, what we got? Well, oh, yeah, let's move wh- on. We're, we're no, moving on. Dubs, is that a pr- no? I'll I'll, that's I I'll eat it. I'll eat it. That's um, what I thought. But for the best. I got a little emotional on Sunday. I'm sure you guys did as well. Tiger Woods won his fifteenth oh, major, his fifth green jacket. In your guys' opinion, was this the greatest sports moment you've ever seen? And if not, what was? Wow. 
When, when I was moved to tears when you see a girl. I'm not grown. I have full goosebumps. Boy, I'm grown. <laughs> still, uh, still growing vertically. For me, for me, it wasn't when he won or when he got the ball out of the cup and did his classic tiger celebration. It was classic. more when he was walking up after he had seen his family, gave all his family hugs. When he was walking back to the clubhouse through the maze of people, and he was just screaming his butt off like he the was tiger so. Chance oh too. my gosh, it was ridiculous. Like I loved every second of that. I'm getting goosebumps just hearing you talk about it, Jake. Yeah, th- thanks, Patty. We're we're <laughs> like all of us in this room are in the kind of prime age where we were young enough to be able to watch him in his prime. So seeing him come back after winning that major. At the, at the end of his prime. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is going to be his prime again. But his <laughs> second career. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we all grew up on Tiger, so it's kind of like. It was, it was unreal to watch him win again. There was that Just, picture, too, where he it was like him with his dad. Yeah. yeah. His dad after his, what was his first uh, Masters I think, win? I think so, yeah. It was like 20 yeah. years ago, like 98, 97 yeah. or something. And then now to see the picture hugging his kid. Yeah, that was awesome. That was really Sweet. cool. Yeah. For him, yeah, for him to win it with his kids there, for them to be old enough to actually understand. Yeah, do you hear what he on. said? He's like, to my kids, I'm just a YouTube golfer. Yeah. I, I want to be the real golfer to them. They just what watch me golf. I want to win one for him. Wait, it was boys. electric. How many majors does he get to? He's at 15. He needs Dude, three he more beat, to tie does Jack. He beat? Does he beat Jack? I think he does. I mean, he's won at two of the places that are PGA and US Open this year. Beth Page and, and he's always Beach? a yeah, he's and good he's at always he's good, good at, at the Masters with his back Advances in modern medicine. Oh. I don't know why you can't play until 50, 55. Wow, look out. So, put a pig's heart. I'm giving, him, I'm giving him three more. I, don't I, think, like I think he at least ties it. I think I, he I gets 90. It's, it's all about if he gets one this year. Because if he gets yeah, one this year yeah. at a course like Pebble Beach where he's he won he's good at by 20 strokes in a major, <laughs> like, that's that insane. Like He loves that course. And he's always in he's contention at, at Augusta. So if he gets one this year, I think – He'll, he'll definitely be on track. What was that interview that someone asked him, do you think you'll beat Jack Nicklaus's record of 18 said, Oh, yeah. He goes, like, no, I know I'll beat it. <laughs> They're like, are you going to get to 18? Another one was, are you going to get to 18? He's like, no. They're like, you're not going to get to 18? He's like, no, I'm going to get more. Oh, yeah. God, that what guy. A, what a line. Injected into my veins. BD. What do we got next, up? <laughs> All right, we're moving on to the NHL. The Lightning got upset, getting swept in the first round after a record-setting season. Who is now the favorite to win the Stanley Cup? First off, I'd like Ooh. to start – by saying, you jinx them. It's all your fault. You asked me about the question, 96 Red Wings that I hit you with on the spot on your trivia. Was it two two weeks ago? That's when the last time no they, they got upset. That was it. No, wait, what was the question? Your trivia question about the team with the record-setting year. Oh, when, yeah. When they got upset. Yeah. yeah, it's all your fault. Come on, man. Come on, Come man. on, man. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the favorite for me is simple. It's the Columbus Blue Jackets. If you take I out the favorite, I don't hate that. you are I don't the favorite. Hate that. I don't hate that take out of you. I kind of love it, actually. That's what I'm saying. Columbus looked like world beaters. They got the confidence. They got Johnny Torts at the bench. Torts. <laughs> He's won before. They got veteran leadership. Bobrovsky's playing Bobrovsky's well. Bobrovsky's playing. Had his first good playoff round ever in his Columbus career. is the favorite, baby. I and I I'm with you on that. They're gonna have. They're gonna get the winner of uh, of Boston, Washington, Toronto. Yeah, Boston, Toronto, and those teams are just gonna. Beat each other. That'll go seven. pulp through seven games, and they're going to get them fresh off that. I, I kind of like that. You guys got a yeah. You I guys got a feeling. I don't know. We like being in Providence on the East Coast. Where yeah, we're big pro- the, Boston. Yeah, the, uh, the Bruins games and whatnot with a bunch of noc- obnoxious uh, Boston fans. But I think personally, I'm thinking whoever comes out of that series win it all. 
I'm a huge fan I of did, both those. I did Ooh, take I, I did both. take the Bruins to win it all in my bracket. Yeah, Jake, but, have you watched any of the NHL playoffs? Uh, I'm retired from hockey, guys. I don't mess with that stuff anymore. That's smart. <laughs> That's smart. I will I will uh, admit I laughed at a tweet today that said um, the Islanders are built like Barry Trotz's body. <laughs> <laughs> I will also say I like that take, Eddie Jake. I don't like the guy, but I will tip my cap to you off of that. So uh, also Tampa Bay, can we fire John Cooper? Who's they, to blame? They just they just extended. Who's to him. blame? I I need carnage in the streets. They haven't but played. They haven't played playoff streets. hockey for like two months. Or and like they competitive won't hockey for like two months. They just extended Cooper. I think for another five or six years. So he should. You fire him. He's gonna. You're gonna be paying him for six years. I will say that night. I think it was Tuesday when they got beat. Yeah. People were very, very mad online. You wanted carnage in the streets. You want the internet. You streets. can see, yeah, the internet streets. Because people were the, the Lightning fans were very mad online. They uh, the Tampa Bay account posted like a uh, very thoughtful message, like like an apology. We're I sorry. Saw, uh, like, the breakup text. Yeah, yeah little, no little, 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 the ex boyfriend yeah, text. Honestly, couldn't be any better. And, we're, and we didn't I, we didn't see it happening like this. We, they, we apologize. They we're got sorry. ratioed. They had about 6,000, 7,000 responses oh, yeah. and about 2,000 retweets. Uh, the ratio. People <laughs> were very mad online. Dubs, what do we got next? Yeah, I'm kind of hightailing off the NHL. We got three games tonight, Washington and Carolina, St. Louis, Winnipeg, and then Vegas against San Jose. Which one are you guys most interested in seeing? Ooh, that's a tough one. I think. I don't think it's not tough for me. I think. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's Jim, tough for you me You go either. first. I was going to go Carolina, Washington. No way. St. Louis, Winnipeg. This game's. No team has won at home yet. They both blew their uh, their home games. St. Louis won the first two, Winnipeg the last two. It's been tight checking. It's been physical. It's been heated. You got some big boys on both sides going at it. I love it. For me, I felt like the the Vegas San Jose games have been heated. Oh, yeah. they've been they have Evander, been Evander Kane. Like I, I want to watch. Oh, that. dude, some of them. Yeah, of, yeah him, him calling out Ryan Reeves to call him the Muffin Man. Was, some, that's absolutely ridiculous. Some of the quotes that Swing. these guys have had are incredible. It, and I love that. It, there have been multiple fights. It's gotten heated, and I love that. I, I think uh, Martin Jones stinks. That guy's a choke <laughs> artist. Vegas Good. will win tonight I in agree. San Jose. I agree. Uh, and I love Flower. Flowers in the cage. Flowers. But what about Carolina? I like playing devil's advocate. Carolina, they win tonight 2-2. you got a best of three. you got to win one in Washington. Sebastian Ajo, Peter Mrazek. I don't know any more guys yeah. on Carolina. <laughs> You're running out. You don't know Jordan Stahl, bro? Jacob Slavin. I played there with that There you go. Uh, no, I think Washington wins that game. They they were bad in the first. Uh, they were good in the first period. I think the shots were like 11-11, and then I don't think they got another shot till like five minutes left in the second. Yeah, it was, it was ugly. They, were, they just got dominated, but Sveshnikov, haven't seen if he's playing or not. He got murdered. Shouldn't be playing because oh. he got put to sleep by Ovi. Why, why oh. in the world... How would old you? Is he's, he's, he's 18. He's yeah. the youngest guy in the NHL playoffs. Why would you ever want? I'm not going to lie. That was just straight up dumb of him. Yeah. Why like, would you That ever was a stupid your, decision. Why would you ever want your first fight in the National Hockey League to be against a guy that's, what, 6'3", 6'4", 245? It's not even a good life decision. Patty, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Patty, this was, a guy, this was a guy that was grew up in Russia. He idolized Ovi, too, which I thought was really yeah. interesting, too. I mean, not. I wouldn't. Guy, right? Yeah, I wouldn't. Who, who I hasn't know. wanted to beat the crap out of their idol? You know. <laughs> yeah. You mean get get beat up by him? I mean, yeah. I wouldn't. Ovi, don't, he, don't. He, he put him to sleep. Poor guy. Legitimately. What do we got next? Not a figure of speech. He put him to sleep. Literally. Yeah. Um. We're moving on to the NFL. Russell Wilson just got paid big oh, time. Dead. Um. Do you guys with this huge contract? Do you guys see him being in Seattle for life? 
I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah. But I don't really care about the deal. He's he's making stacks. Wisconsin guy. Love it. Did you see the video? I was just going to oh, say, yeah. did you see video. the video? That was Congrats. Cool. That's all I'm going to say. That was, that was all time. Laying in bed with the wife and just goes, Sierra is time for sleep. Outstanding. She goes, yes, yes it is. <laughs> She's outstanding. She's nice. She's nice. She is very nice. Very nice girl. Uh, congrats <laughs> to Russell Wilson on the deal. He deserved the deal, too. Like, oh, he, he has deserved. one of the worst O-line. He just does it all. Well, he, he deserved the money. And 35 touchdowns, seven Paid. He deserved it. Yeah, okay. they. Uh, he, deserves, he deserves everything coming his way. They don't. I'd see what you did there. Uh, they don't have a lot of weapons either. He he uh, gets it done on the ground exactly. uh, himself and the, through the air. He's made Jimmy Graham look good, even though he went to Green Bay. Tyler Lockett and the boys um, with suspect run games too, especially last year. So very well deserved. Tell Sierra what's up, or just sup. Uh, that was nice. She is. She's glorious. That's all I'm going to say. All right, Dubs, what do we got? Trivia time? Yeah, we got two NHL trivias right now. Um, oh, I'll yeah. start us off with the first one, going back to the Lightning. Because over the course from 2008 to 2012. No, no, it's not that. It's not that. It's a little more difficult. Eh. There was a bit of a President's Cup curse from 2008 to 2012, as three of the four winners over that time span lost in the first round. Can you name the three President Cup winners that lost in the first round of the playoffs and their opponents that they lost to? L.A. beat somebody in 2010. Vancouver. Yeah, I was about to they say. Beat, Vancouver. They beat Vancouver. Yeah. They swept them. That was when they won as the eight seed. Yeah. Um, was was it, right, Washington lose in the first round? 08 to 12? Yep. Only 08 to 12. Didn't Washington I think they lost the, the first the, round of those I think years? they lost the Rangers. I don't know if that was before 08, though. Is that right, Dubs? They lost the Rangers? Well, Washington's correct, but they lost to somebody else. Washington and Vancouver are both correct, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So we you guys got LA too. So the Vancouver LA one. So there's too. technically eight teams. You have to name six teams. Oh, six teams. The team that won so the Vancouver, President's Cup. LA, Washington Rangers. You said no. It wasn't uh, the, no, it wasn't not the Rangers. the Rangers, but it was Washington. Was Tampa Bay one of the teams that lost? No. Oh, it was Washington Montreal. Yep. Washington Montreal. Oh, that, that was Yaroslav Halak. Ew. So we need two more. Was it? You, West? you just need one series. Was it West or East? West. Two thousand nine. I w- 09. Who was Chicago? Was Detroit no. good? Yeah, 09. Pittsburgh beat Detroit in the cup final, so it wasn't them. Oh, wow. Oh, was it San Jose? Is it San Jose? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. San Jose. Jose. Who did they lose to, though? They lost that, to LA. That's going to be tough. Anaheim? No, it wasn't that. <laughs> you say it with confidence. It was, yeah, it was 09, true. right? Absolutely. Yeah. It was 09. Um, that's a good one, Dubs. Not the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> no, it was not the Winnipeg Jets. San Jose lot was it a it had to be a West Coast team yeah um it, Calgary it was 09 we've named all of them Vancouver <laughs> now we're just throwing darts come on board. so we we named L A wasn't them wasn't Calgary wasn't San Jose wasn't Anaheim it was Anaheim it was, it was Anaheim Bun said that shout out oh Jacob. yeah I already said that oh. Yeah. I thought maybe you didn't hear me, but I didn't want oh, to I, say it again because then I just sound like an idiot. But I yeah, love right. it. Good. I'm right, so I sound smart. Good teamwork, boys. All right, All right. this one goes back to Ovi, too. Uh, he got in his first fight since 2010. Brandon Dubinsky. Yeah. Oh Boom, God. roasted. What? <laughs> You're going to stump us today, though. Boom, roasted. That's Every- like that progressive commercial yeah. where the guy just spitting on answers ha. on Wheel I'm of speechless right now. Buddy, well, watched- finish the question so I can hear it. Who... <laughs> 
Who is Alex Ovechkin's last opponent in a fight? Dubs, your questions are getting to the point where... Are you, you kidding me? Buddy. You can't lie, buddy. I That last like question was great. Dubs, I would have never guessed Buddy, this. ever watch NHL first year? NHL 24-7, Road to the Winter Classic. Ovi fights at MSG at center ice with Brandon Dubinsky. And when he falls on top of him, they get the classic, good job, buddy. Good job, buddy. As, yep. they, as they skate towards the box. Boom, Pro- roasted. Don't even get to say your question. Proud of you, Hardo. You love hockey, I, man. No, I I'm just love how, he's, right how he texts the boys in our group and goes, two unbelievable trivias. I'm going to stump you. <laughs> well, Boom, the first one. <laughs> See it, Dubs. Dubs, we don't even want to hear you, it. Let's you, take, let's take a no quick argument. break. We'll come back and we'll commence the interview with the Buns Brothers. I'm a champion. Realize Jack's mechanism. Yeah, killing for rat. That's not your normal PSA. Don't be stupid. Don't drink and drive. If you're going to go out and have a good time, it's fine. But designate a driver to drive home. Let's stop the madness. Don't drink and drive. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Beyond the Badgers. If you're just joining us, we finished up the top five in the first five. We should really rename that to top five in the first 15 or something. But yeah, it just doesn't sound as good. It yeah. doesn't yeah. sound as good. You Dubs, get the trivias in there. Dubs it got a absolutely <laughs> facialed on his facial Facial uh, And we have the Bonds brothers, Davis and Jake. Bonds, Jake uh, plays here at Wisconsin Humanitarian Played. Award. Played. He's retired now. I'm retired. I apologize. And Davis plays at the Providence College out in Providence, Rhode Island. Obviously, fellas, who had a better weekend? And it's simple. Jacob or Davis? Uh, I'm a winner, and he's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think he would agree with me, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to disagree, but yeah. I mean, I mean it's a season-ending game. Yeah. I was pretty. I mean, I was. I was really sad Thursday night when they lost. So. Season, season, season I was season-ending yeah. game in the national semifinals. Yeah. Whereas your award was just it was a family award, man. Yeah, and it I already knew I had it locked up. It was, it was fine. <laughs> did you know you had it locked up beforehand? Did yeah. they tell you, or did they? You gave the well, spoiler alert on the they, show last time. Shoot, my bad. <laughs> That's all right. They they had to uh, like get, get my plans to go out there, like flight and hotel room and stuff. So I already knew a couple weeks ago. What was nice it like story. watching your brother? It's a lot of fun. I cherish the moments I get to watch him because him playing D1 hockey and me playing D1 hockey, I don't get to go out and see him very often or even watch him on TV just because our schedules are so similar, Friday, Saturday night games. Right. So I, I really cherish the moments I get to watch him alive. Davis, what was it like for you playing in front of your family? Obviously, your parents yeah. fly out every once in a while, but to have everybody there, Jake there, your sisters, have everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's super special just because uh, – when I knew when I made the decision to go out to the East Coast that I would have a lot less family time and whatnot. So um, for the games that they're able to be out there, it's super cool. And usually I just get, like, either my dad or my mom or sometimes get my sisters out there. Jake's not really able to come out just because he's also playing. So to have the whole family there and everything, I mean, it definitely – it's already a big game, but it also gives, gives you a little boost knowing you got the fam up there. And so it was really cool. It was an awesome moment. Now, Davis – I'm interested to hear about your battle with Lyme's disease because you were able to rebound from the disease and, and the illness to, to play in the Frozen Four. How tough was it to go through that illness? Yeah, it was really tough. I mean, I got diagnosed about two weeks before I went up to British Columbia and start my junior career. Shout so, out BCHL. Yep, and that absolutely. was, what, two years ago? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, it was it was pretty horrible. There were some really tough times and whatnot, and, and I say it all the time that um, – like, if I was going through that, if 
by myself, no chance I get to where I am now. But um, with my family and friends, teammates, coaches, everybody being so understanding and helping, um, they they pretty much got me where I am now. So I have them to thank for it. Oh, uh, what about like what's it like playing with it? Like what are some oh, of the symptoms you deal with? Like yeah, I mean, well, breath or how's yeah. it, how's it kind of go? I was like a completely different player at first because like your head's super foggy, so you obviously at like such a high level um, of game, it's hard to process like stuff that's going on and it's so many just quick plays and split second uh decisions so that was really tough also yeah shortness of breath that'll get to you you're trying to get out there for a 45 second shift and you're coming to the bench at about 15 <laughs> um yeah. your your joints are achy your muscles are always achy so i mean it just i had to take really good care of my body and i think now that i'm kind of getting over the getting over the hump i think i've developed some kind of good routines and whatnot from it but yeah it was i mean it was horrible the, those first couple months right we'd be remiss if we didn't mention gary because gary's a, yeah, he, gary uh, is, a legend yeah, aspire your father uh he played for the badgers from 84 to 87 uh and you and obviously you guys are from middleton here how much of an influence did gary have on your guys coaching careers or oh, not playing. coaching playing <clears> careers playing, well i mean i think davis can say the same but um we my since he's an alumni and he played here we grew up with season tickets to the badgers every saturday night so we would go to um why not both? We, uh i don't know we just had saturday night <laughs> sure. but uh we'd go to we'd go to every saturday night game and i i mean it was my dream to play for the badgers i know davis's dream he just loves hockey davis loves the hockey hockey a lot more than i do you guys know that, but, uh, <laughs> you gotta love hearing a hockey guy say so i love the game i think uh <laughs> love it the co- his coaching was unbelievable he wasn't um a really super hands-on coach he's more of like a motivator like hey you're doing great this is what you can work on but like you're doing great he never got down on us or like um told us what we were doing wrong he told us what we could do better and did i did a good I, job making it fun yeah, yeah. And, and and he made hockey fun for us it wasn't what he wasn't one of those parents that's screaming over the boards at us right. or yelling at us in the car on the ride home but i think he um and my cousin chase i think had a bit of part but uh like grew our passion for hockey and and um i actually had a have a funny story, Ooh, that, funny that, story. that I learned. And we like, know, know he's listening right now. Just got the text. Yeah, we don't want to hear all the Gary Bunn stories. Yeah, he probably is. But I heard this story because I was too young. I, I don't really remember the story. He told me the story a couple days ago. Um, I don't know. We were talking about like being a goalie, and I was like, I remember like I used to love being a goalie, like because you know how you like try out goalie yeah, like yeah, once yeah. a month, whatever. And he's like, oh yeah, well you're welcome for not letting you be a goalie. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, when you and Davis started getting interested in being goalie, I, he would, took us both down to our shooting room in the basement and had us both strap on the pads and would just rip pucks at us <laughs> until we no both were like, no, anymore. no, I don't want to be a goalie anymore. Like, give me the, give me the player stick. Oh, I'll play that. I absolutely love that. That's incredible. Uh, so you mentioned it as always your dream to play for the Badgers, Jake. What about you, Davis? Obviously, you made the decision to go out east. Did uh, was it always your dream to to go to Wisco, or was it just always a play Division One? Yeah, I mean, I'd probably say more play Division One. I. I mean, obviously, I was a huge fan. We like you said, we grew up every Saturday going to the games, and um, for me, it was so cool when I was a kid, at least, to say um, like that. My dad played for the Badgers. That was pretty awesome, and mm-hmm. hearing those stories. So, I mean, it was always kind of like a a top choice for me, but. I think just the, like all the opportunity I had out in the East Coast and Providence, um, I think just it was the right spot for me. And I think for a lot of guys, just you got to go where you're the right fit. So it worked out really well for me. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Now we're bearing the lead a little bit here. Jake, obviously the recipient of the 2019 Hockey Humanitarian Award. Obviously a tremendous honor. 
How does it feel, first of all, that you're a much better person than everybody else in this room? I like, to say, that's I like to say the best worst guy I know. Yep. Wow. That's that's true, Patty. You're, you're just, that <laughs> I, sounds I, I, great. I appreciate you agreeing. Uh, and obviously Good it goes ownership. to uh, <laughs> not only a great hockey player, but a great person. How much did that uh, award really mean to you and your family? Um, I thought it was, I, I loved it. I mean, it was a blast and I'm glad my whole family is out there to, to share the excitement and the honor of receiving the award with me. Um, but I think that the coolest part of receiving that award, because I, I, um, for those of you that don't know, I received the award for mine and my family's work through the Fond Blanc Foundation. We, um, the foundation's purpose is to, um, benefit a orphanage in Haiti that has 65 kids on it and we do their medical attention um, their food their meals so they get protein and, and all that good stuff in them and their education but I think the the best part of the award is the attention it's brought to the foundation and um, I mean I've had people reach out to me asking about the award and, and about uh, like congratulating me on the award and then diving right into the foundation asking how they can help mm-hmm. um, what, if they can go on trips down there uh, a couple weeks ago when there was like a, a couple of newspaper articles about me and Annie being finalists for the award and one of the um, an ex-badger from a while ago he uh, sent me a letter through the mail and it was like Jay congratulations on being a finalist for the humanitarian award I love the work you're doing blah 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 I hope this helps and there's a thousand dollar check wow. with it like wow. it's like it's That's it's been incredible. great and 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 our sponsorships are I'm are going up and and we're getting more money through the award. The Hockey Humanitarian Award just donated three thousand dollars to the foundation. That's it's incredible. it's been unbelievable. Awesome. The what the Humanitarian Award has spotlighted for the foundation and and what's going on in Haiti in general. Wait, could you just give the listeners what exactly the foundation is? Yeah, so I I just went through that a little bit, but or um, like what's it called and everything? Yeah, it's called the Fond Blanc Foundation, and um, it started after the huge earthquake that hit Haiti in two thousand ten, and our first mission trip down there was in two thousand twelve, and we've been back. A group of us has been back probably 15, 20 times since then. And the goal is to provide this orphanage. It's in a remote village north mm-hmm. of the capital city of Port-au-Prince in Haiti uh, with medical attention, food, and, and education because that's um, what is going to better the lives. And the first trip we took down there, it was, it was kind of disheartening to see what shape the kids were in. And since then, the foundation has raised, uh, we think the number is probably around four hundred grand okay. um, for these kids. But they're they're... They're all going to school, getting an education. They're getting their vitamins and their proteins. They're growing. Their health's great. Um, so it's been great to see. And the foundation's made a huge difference um, at the, for the kids at the orphanage and, um, and the orphanage itself, like the structures we built to school, teacher housing, um, sustainability zone in the, in the far corner of the orphanage. We've kind of upgraded as much as we, we can. So kind of continuing along that line, you guys can both speak to it just because you guys have uh, been on so many trips. Um, how, where is the found or the orphanage from when you guys first went to where it is today? Uh, maybe talk about it a little bit. You just kind of mentioned the building, the teacher housing, and all that stuff, and just how much better their quality of life has has gotten since you guys began those trips and started fundraising all that money, and then uh, and then also kind of maybe future plans that uh, you guys want to try and do. The foundation wants to do. Yeah, um, I can talk about it. Yeah. I see. I, I've had a lot of interviews since the I got the award, so I've oh got, not a big got, deal. I'm not not weird. to brag, but I just this I've gotten good at talking about it. This is the best one. Um, yeah. So the story I tell is when we first went down there, the the kids' health was very very poor. I think there was like 42 kids at the orphanage. That was the first year in 2012 we went down there, and um, 
it was like basic problems like malnutrition scabies lice bed bugs a lot of the kids would have like a pair of sandals maybe or like one set of clothes they were sleeping like a couple kids to a twin size bed with 10 people in a room um just like basic problems like that that are easily um fixable i guess if you have the means to do it um and because of my mom's hard work and all that she's done with the foundation she's the one who started it she crunches the numbers she does all the all the hard groundwork and everything um now the kids we do like medical checkups every year the kids are up to like their normal ha- ha- uh heights and weights whereas before they were stunted and they had the big mal- malnutrition bellies um the basic medical problems like scabies and lice and bed bugs and stuff like that are gone um we've been working on the first trip down there we started building a church the church is just now getting uh completed it takes a while because they don't have power tools like uh, backhoes jackhammers diggers stuff like that um we upgraded the the school the classrooms we built teacher housing because with education the one problem is on like a crap weather day the teacher teachers couldn't get up to the orphanage because they lived like an hour down the road or whatever um, right. So if you keep them on campus, the kids are getting a consistent education. Um, we're building a library right now. We upgrade their bathrooms, their rooms. Uh, we've given them a bunch of clothes. We're giving them regular vitamins and protein meals. Um, we built, with the help of the um, Fiji fraternity, their philanthropy every year, we've built a sustainability project um, in the back corner of the orphanage that we don't have to always be constantly providing this food and stuff in case, you know, say yeah. funds dry up or something, but we put chicken coops in there. So we have like 30 boilers and 34 layers in there. We put above ground gardens, mango trees, um, vegetables, uh, fruits, fruit trees. Um, what are we doing this year? We're doing terraced farming. Um, and we hired an agronomist, um, to not only teach the kids to not only handle all the, the vegetables and the fruits and the plants and the sustainability part, but to also be a teacher for the kids so that the kids know what to do yeah. and say something happens to him or he leaves so that the kids can take care of it themselves. Um, I say it's been, it's really been an insane how much the orphanage has evolved, um, since 2012 when we got involved and when next step ministries got involved. But, um, it's, it's awesome to see. And there's a bunch of people that have been down there every year since, and they've all seen the transportation. So it's, it's really been great. It's been great for us to see the transformation. Now, Davis, did you get a break out of the frozen four last weekend to see Jake receive the award or, or spend some time with your family? Uh, unfortunately we ended up going back. Um, we lost Thursday night and ended up our flight left Friday morning at nine. But, um, so I didn't get to see the actual word itself get presented, but, right. Um, throughout the weekend, I got to meet up with him a couple times. Um, after we lost, I went back to the hotel, changed everything, got to go grab a bite to eat with them. So, and we got to spend some good quality time together. Yeah, quality so, family. Time. Yeah, exactly. Which is always nice, especially um, when you're a kid on the East Coast, don't get to see your family that much. So, I mean, it was really special. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see everything, but it was cool. Actually, my teammates um, were the ones actually who showed me like the link so I could watch oh, uh, this thing cool. live, and it was Unreal. just kind of cool to see um, people around Providence College and whatnot also being so excited for Jake and I mean I was getting congratulatory texts and I didn't even receive the award so um, I mean it was it was awesome I mean I I even I had a buddy FaceTime me real real early in the morning or late night whatever you want he FaceTime me asked Patty is is Jake the best guy ever or am I just the worst guy ever <laughs> I had to say both yeah but even so <laughs> the, you, the, work, the work you've done is that uh, both of you guys have done your family's done the keep deflating my head I need it is uh, is incredible um, kind of change gears here a little bit away from the foundation to or it's hockey. Davis, you obviously Providence plays in Hockey East. Kale McCarr, fourth overall pick a few years ago. Woo. Played yeah. against him all throughout the year. Just won the Hobie Baker, scored his first career NHL game. What's it like playing against that guy and then some of the other top guys in your guys' conference? It's uh 
yeah, hockey East is just a very it's like very loaded with talent. But I mean, Makar especially, I like I'll say it, and we said it around the locker room quite a bit. It's just like I don't think I've ever played with or against somebody who can take the game over like as well as he can. I mean, my first I got a little taste of him in the Western Canada Cup up in uh, Canada. He was playing for the Brooks Bandits, and I was uh, playing in Chilliwack. And I remember just, like, watching forwards go to forecheck him and whatnot, just, like, absolutely hopeless. Like, this guy was just skating circles around the rink. And, mm-hmm. um, like, we I mean, we thought, like, I mean, at least for me, I, I knew that he would get to the NHL and be able to do exactly what he was able to do in college just because his skill set transfers over so well. I mean, he's big, fast, strong. He, he can do it all. He's an unbelievable hockey player. Can I say something? Go yeah, ahead, the go recruiting ahead, at UMass, I appreciate you raising your hand. I, I don't know the coach. <laughs> I don't know the coach. Greg Carvel. Yeah, he seems like a great guy. Obviously an unbelievable coach. But his recruiting skills must be unbelievable because when you think of UMass, you don't think of like a Wisconsin, Minnesota, right. Denver, BC, not a blue, BU. Not a blue bud. Yeah, like yeah. Well, they're getting players that are unbelievable and they make it to the national championship game. I would have never even thought of going to UMass ever. You, you know, The funny yeah. thing was is Carvel wasn't even the one to recruit him. Boom. Oh really? No, yeah. it was one of their old assistant coaches who He did uh, recruit a lot of the guys. He did recruit a lot of the guys at UMass, but McCarr himself, uh one of the old assistant coaches before Carville got there, was the one to who went out and saw him play when he was like fourteen or fifteen. Uh and then when he got into Brooks, he I guess he was just scrawny and was a really good player, but was just tiny. He had to grow into his body. I read an article about it the other day, actually. I mean, I Fair. love it. Cinderella's story. Cinderella I think it's awesome. Story. Yeah, Jacob, it seems cool. Who's the toughest opponent or best player you've ever played with? Or against. Or against. Uh, best player I've ever played with or against. This is uh, kind of a dark horse, but player I've played with, especially in practice, and it was more, Patty, you can attest to this. I don't think, Lobes, you played with him. It was more um, just because it made me feel bad watching him skate. Uh, I'd say Kevin Schalzi. Right. Because it, he would fly by guys and he wouldn't take a stride. He'd do this like C cut down the ice. It was unfair. And it was like, dude, this is unfair. Like I'm I'm working my, my bag <laughs> off out here. I, I don't know. I'm I'm working my butt off out here and I'm skating as hard as I can and this guy's C cutting down he the just, ice, blowing past me, and then his stamina is just ridiculous. Um I wouldn't say he's like the best player right. I've ever played with, but like the most <laughs> Freak. Like the, yeah, the, the hardest for me to play with because it just made me feel horrible about myself. That what about for you played against toughest you've ever played against? Whether it be skill, just somebody that'll run you over. Um, I played. With, I played against. Um, oh, run me over. No, so that's not necessarily tough. <laughs> <laughs> out of here, tough, uh, toughest player to play against. Um, College, junior, you just you decide, man. I know I'm trying to there. I make Mason Yops is unbelievable. I yeah, think. nice. He's uh he's so shifty, he's so small. He's gonna wow. burn you like nine times out of ten. It's ridiculous. Oh, I, I uh, you Jack Eichel, BU. Yeah, you we go. played against yeah. him one time. He his thing is that he'll skate with the puck with his head up like in a deep squat stride. Like it looks like he's not even trying. And the yeah. next thing you know, he's around you and he's putting the puck in the back of the net. But and it's it, obviously it's Jack Eichel. So like, then, hey, tip, don't feel tip too your bad cap about it. to you. And then, <laughs> then, what about you, Davis? For obviously you said Makar, but uh, outside of him, best player you've ever, toughest player you've ever played yeah. with and against. Who's gonna uh, run you over, Davis? Oh, I don't know. Not Nobody. you. That's what I want. Not you, Jake. <laughs> no, uh, Peach, maybe not you. Yeah. Growing up, um, just kind of like going to those development camps and whatnot. Um, Clayton Keller was with Arizona yeah. right now. He's nasty. just so shifty, and he was always one of the smaller kids out there, but. Nobody could hit him, whatever. He was making plays that were, I mean, way above our age group. Like, when you're 12 years old or 13, you're not usually chucking backhand sauce across <laughs> ice yet, and he's doing these things where we're all just like, wow. So, I mean, that's one that sticks out to me. 
now I'm interested in the Bonds hierarchy. Would you guys get into fights and wrestling matches and stuff when you were younger? And did did Jake always win those, or did Davis fight back? I'll take this one. Who? Okay, <laughs> Jake obviously is much bigger. Than Gary's me. number one. Yeah, obviously. Gary's number one. That's debatable. Jake won it. Uh, no. Jake probably won a little bit gym. more. Right. I definitely started most of the fights. I will yeah. say though, Davis has his fuse is so short, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's zero to <laughs> and you are the exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah, I got a long one. But no. once, once you get there, I, it's, I think they call it, what's that? Coward. That is not, that's the wrong word. Lack of a heartbeat. <laughs> somebody, meek, somebody we meek. used to play with. Flat was, line. He had a weak neck. Yeah, <laughs> saw Jake firsthand. Bro. Yeah, no, but the first Thank time you, I ever beat Jake in a fight, I remember <laughs> we're at the top of the stairs. He must have done something to throw me off. Set high or yeah, something. I don't yeah. know. Some, yeah, kind of like that. But instead of like trying to get into a fight, maybe we'll wrestle him down the ground. I just figured I'm just gonna cock back my arm <laughs> and just pe- like just punch him square in the nose. Made him uh, made him cry my first time in my life, and I will never forget that moment. That was yeah, that was wow. square in the nose. You it cried, wasn't eh? it, it wasn't was a, a right punch. It wasn't a right hook. It wasn't a left hook. That was square right into my <laughs> nose, and That's it hurt incredible. so bad. Wait, and wait, obviously wait. I have a big nose, so it's a lot to absorb there. Before I think rapid I fire, I, uh, would would Gary ever have to step in and like physically separate you guys, or would you guys? What was Jake? What was Tiabon saying? Oh, my oh. mom probably liked it. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't know. I, I I'll, I'll wait for the text to come through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he probably had to step Gary, in. A few Gary, times. Gary said that Davis would fight anyone, even him. Yeah, yeah. Short, yeah. short probably not win. I told you. It's even Lakers. even even like in the summers now that we're mature, mature. Um, oh, like we'll play around. Of, we'll play around a golf and like. At first, it's like, yeah, let's just go play around and go. Here comes the putter throw. By by hole by hole nine or ten, you know, we're like, I'm beating him by one stroke, or he's beating me by one stroke. Counting each other's strokes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) every single one. No, it always starts getting competitive once, like it's really close, and then there's one hole where like he'll be like, oh, I got a four. I'm like, no, you didn't. You got a five. You're counting them down. You know, I like, I like, I have to win this, and then it ends up getting heated. We yell at each other on the 18th green in front. And the car ride home, we're good. Clubhouse, (laughs) yeah. But then it's always good after. So wait, quickly before rapid fire, what was like playing with each other at Middleton High School? Unbelievable. I, yeah. I had the best hockey experience. Well, I not the best hockey experience of my life, but one of the best hockey experiences of my life in Middleton High School. I got to play with my brother and all my best friends. You can attest that too, Dan. I mean, high school hockey, you're, you're literally playing with all your roll cards, child, baby. childhood oh, roll friends cards. growing up. Yeah, yeah so, especially you got all your friends in the stands and whatnot. You're playing with your older brother. And for me, because I was a freshman, I was so much like, smaller than everybody and whatnot yeah. but i got to look up to him see kind of the things he was doing so we were yeah. not believe it or not uh we were not deep partners no. i don't know why we're but split up. they didn't did, let us be did partners. jake ever have to step in in a game when somebody went after you actually yeah actually for my second no first game uh we were at that usm tournament and somebody like just tried to bury me right off the bat and i just remember next shift seeing jake going out there and just two handing somebody right across love the hands yeah. i'd almost like it. to think i was his protector oh, <laughs> i got yeah. a little bit yeah, of a right. shorter fuse so 100 see it yeah 100 see it all right, first rapid fire question for me. I got one favorite. Both, both of you guys answer them. All yeah, right, hit me. Just we'll do these quick. Hit favorite uh, road place to play, Ooh. junior or college. Oh, that's a tough. I'm gonna question. say Penticton V's. Patty, I'm gonna go. Yeah, don't give Patty that. Yeah. Oh, I have the to. SOEC uh, yeah, is electric. Absolutely. Ugh. Davis, come on. Patty's or, not or gonna Boston stop Boston University. Talking. That place is pretty cool I, too. Oh, this is because you saw my mug on the side of the bus when you rolled. Oh, right oh, there. What's yours? I got I got two. One Mariucci, just because the rivalry. Yeah. I, whenever you play Minnesota, it's gonna get rowdy. It's gonna get chippy. It's a fun place to play. Um, and the other would be um, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Oh, the Yost is old. It's it's old but beautiful, and the Tin fans can. are right on top of you. And you it literally gets, warm it gets up. Loud and in there. You're warming up, and fans are walking through your warm up. Yeah, it gets <laughs> loud in there. I love that one. 
Um, favorite teammate to play with, and unfortunately, I know you would say one of us, but to prevent a fight between Dan and I, um, favorite teammate. <laughs> you want to go? Um, I mean, Jake was pretty cool. Right now in my college wow, career, I'm going to have to go with um, Brandon Duhame, just an unbelievable oh, I guy. Love yeah, he just signed with uh, Minnesota Wild. Unbelievable guy. He's a great guy. dude. Yeah. Great dude. Uh, mine would be Trent Dewey. Frederick. Yeah, guy has a shorter fuse than Davis over here. Most most competitive, most competitive guy in games, in practices, in in golf, and spike ball, and anything ever. And I think it's absolutely hilarious, and I love playing with him. Favorite hockey memory, whether it be scoring a goal or like winning the hockey humanitarian award, not a big deal. (laughs) Um, My favorite hockey memory, and also probably one of my least favorites, would be going to state um, as a Cardinal at Middleton. Wow. We lost in the state championship game, but it was uh, from Middleton. The, all the Middleton fans come, so they pack the collie. Yeah. It's like my first time playing That's in sweet. front of more than yeah. a, a thousand or two thousand people, so that was unbelievable. Mine's probably the game before the Frozen Four, the NCAA regional. We, Ooh. even though we we're the lower seed, unbelievable yeah, game. we we hosted it at Providence. Um, yeah, against that was Cornell. shout out home ice. Yeah, no kidding. So we had like the, it felt like the whole city of Providence plus our entire school was there and whatnot so we and we score right off the bat and the place just going absolutely nuts i'm sure the cornell guys were just like oh boy we're in for a long one yeah. but i don't know if it was I mentioned, an unbelievable atmosphere i don't know if i mentioned this to you but when you guys beat mankato in the first round like they were that a one seed electric. well it was electric but all those guys dyed their hair in preps to make tough it to the frozen four one. like tough. bleached it and i was like yeah, that they, is they that went, hurts went, because that's went, there permanently you know and that's the there for the rest of the summer atmosphere in that game they scored three they goals three right off them. the bat and then we scored six unanswered which so is like, unheard of Goal one, goal one. It's just like everybody goes nuts because the first one, then two comes, three comes, four comes, and it's just like uh, that was these fans watch. are gonna start that was like one of climbing my, on the my ice. My favorite game to watch. Yeah, right. I'm gonna. I'll get deep with the boys here. Favorite memory with each other. Whoa, Whoa. Uh, that's a hard to pinpoint one. Yeah, like We're I just, said, it's rapid fire. Throw it in the spot. Yeah, I don't know, Patty. That's a tough question. I might just say like you would have had to ask me that beforehand so I could yeah. think of something. Yeah, but I don't want to. I don't want you preparing answers. Rapid fire here. I'm probably just gonna say playing together just like kind of that, that yeah in general yeah i mean that's I the first I time really got to play together. one moment we've had uh right. too many fair, fair. Yeah, i agree Who, who's a better hockey player davis or jake uh, i think davis is whoa yeah. respectable yeah. Dave, it's funny because davis you could already tell was gonna say himself yeah, yeah. I, jake I, I gave was, it to davis yeah. and davis said himself <laughs> i wasn't even gonna be like no jake no, <laughs> no he's, he's good hey, i dub, give it pretty equal dubs is sitting over you got it davis you gotta go yeah he knows what he's talking about dubs you have a question for one of the boys yeah, I mean, both the boys. You rapid fire again. Um, growing up, you guys both loved hockey. What guy in the NHL growing up did you guys idolize? Um, I, like I said, my dad would take us to all the Badger games, so I didn't really um, watch the NHL a whole bunch. All my idols were on the Badgers. I liked like guys like Ryan Suter, Ryan McDonough, like Jake Gardner, Jamie ba- Ben, um, all ben. all those all those defensemen, Brendan Smith, all those defensemen. Ja- I thought ja- were, Jamie Ben, uh, McBain, McBain, McBain. Yeah, yeah no, Jamie I, I Jamie Ben too. He's pretty good. <laughs> but uh, Jamie McBain, yeah, all those defensemen uh, for the Badgers were my idols growing up. My uh, I'm gonna have to give my cousin props for this one. Um, he got me onto Jordan Tutu, oh, just a small little guy, but that guy would fight. You want to talk about a short fuse? Yeah, everybody and any anyone, and and he would take it to him too. So yeah, like that, that would have to be my favorite. He's exciting guy to watch. Last question for me. Do we have a cup prediction? Uh, who's playing and who's winning? Um, I kind of want – well, I don't know. I'm gonna go yeah, I want Vegas to make it all the way back again. Yeah, I think I, I'm cool. going to say Vegas, and I'm also going to say Boston. Oh, that's a homer because, pick. Vegas, yeah, Boston. but the thing is, is like the – 
like I feel like in hockey, like the biggest thing, despite skills, just kind of like the community in the room. Oh. And it seems like culture. Boston, they yeah, they use all so the many, use all the buzzwords. Yeah, culture, they, yeah, the boys, culture, the lockers. Yeah, no, they're. I mean, they, everybody's so close together, and like they've had so many guys in that roster for so long, and it seems like such a family. Where I feel like that's kind of the stuff that that counts in playoffs. So I'm I'm gonna have to go with Boston who, to be honest. Who do you got out of these, Jake? Uh, I I think well I was gonna say Toronto but I think I agree with him Boston I told Trent Frederick yesterday that Boston was my new favorite team so I gotta say Boston <laughs> are, well, you go. are, you gonna, are you gonna get yourself a jersey I I told well when he played his first game I originally told him I wanted to get a Boston '82 Frederick jersey and then I was like no 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 like I want to be the guy who's like on board big fan day one so I told him I wanted to get a fanboy number seven Frederick Providence nice. Bruins jersey no so. no, no. Get but St Louis I, Blues in there Junior Blues yeah, wow. jun, Junior Blues Frederick yeah, jersey there you go. All right, we will take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey, WSUM listeners. Just a quick message here letting you know that we're on that internet thing at wsum.org. We have an online stream that lets you listen to your favorite WSUM programming anywhere in the world. Our online show schedule allows you to read up on our shows and when they air. You can also find music articles written by DJs reviewing concerts, festivals, and albums, as well as news, talk, and sports-related content. WSUM, transmitting over the airwaves and online. Back here at WSUM 91.7 FM here in Madison. If you missed any part of today's show, uh, get the dubs, top five, and the first five. His somewhat, he self-proclaimed tough trivia questions that we nailed Interviews with the Buns brothers at Jake7Buns and Second Best Buns on Twitter. Um, interview with them. Check it out. Apple Podcasts, Twitter, Facebook, whole nine yards. Lowe's, what do you want to talk about? Last week, what, 12 minutes left? What do you want to talk about, man? I'm interested, Patty, because you're the hockey guy. You're the self-proclaimed expert on the show. <coughs> Excuse me. That's self-proclaimed. Uh, Real life. Who do we got Actually. tonight? And uh, what do you have to say for your Pittsburgh Penguins getting swept by the Islanders. Well, first, I'll start with the first question. Yeah, Patty, how salty are you right now? I'm not salty at all, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, Roll, that's BS. Let's go, Buffalo. Come on. Respect. Oh, so you jump wagons like that. I, like, hey, I've, well, I've said it ever since. I've always said it. You uh, always had a soft spot for Pittsburgh. Patty, well, while I have because my dad's name is on the cup there with it. I had oh, to. Oh, wow. Have Flex. To. Yeah, Patty, while we're at it in Buffalo, I, I met up with your dad. That guy is the most hospitality-based, nicest guy in the world, and oh, I Randolph. love him 10 times more than you. This is what he texted me. Jake, did your family make it to Buffalo okay? Is everything okay here? Is there anything you need? Let me know where you're sitting, and I'll pop down to see you. Yeah, Randy's a beauty. If you end up half the man he is, you'll be all right. Well, <laughs> it's funny because I'll say the exact same back to both of you about Gary. Yeah, you're just saying that because he's that. listening. It's funny because like, you two are near the, the bottom of the totem pole of my favorite Bunzes. So. Oh, that's debatable. No, it's, God, it's that's really, such a I'm second. I'm go second. to the really hockey. Go to really the hockey. Talk about you hockey want the games tonight. I got the Caps. They're winning. They're going to bounce back here. I got the Jets. Actually taking uh, advantage of home ice. Lose. I think they're going to beat St. Louis at home. And then I got Vegas closing out the series on the road against San Jose. They've just been the better team the whole time. What do you have to say for Pittsburgh Penguins? It was pathetic. Sidney Crosby, Crosby was, terrible. was not Sidney Crosby. Matt Murray got outplayed by Robin Leonard. There's top to bottom. The Islanders are the better team, and they, they, deserved to, they deserved to win. They deserved a sweep. Not even just win outright, but they deserved a sweep. Now, I'm very, very curious who you think is going to win now between Tampa or not Tampa Toronto <laughs> Toronto and Boston because Boston tied it up last night 2-2 yep. they've looked dominant in some stretches of the, of the series some stretches Toronto was skating circles around them yeah. who do you like in the best of 3 now 
And who would you lean towards? I like the Bruins. They're they're the deeper, better all-around team, I think. Toronto's so explosive offensively, um, which is why they can just score at the you know, snap of your fingers. They they have that ability, but I think Boston's a better team, and they just have they have home ice. They have two, two of the three at home, and they just have so much real estate in Leafs players and fans' heads. Right. It's incredible. If they go to Game 7 again, it's... It's over. Oh, oh man, it's going to be... It's going to be absurd. They're going to have they're, the least guys are going to be on pins and needles saying, "Here we are again. We're going to lose again." I like to bring up all the since you're the you're the expert. Yeah. I'm going to bring up the, the talking points. Martin Jones, the goalie for the Sharks, has been tremendously terrible. Yep. Can he turn it around tonight? And can he turn it around in the series for the Sharks? One word, no. Wow. He had a bad year overall, and you can't just flip that switch come playoff time. Vegas yeah. is deep. They have lots of skill. They're they're the better team, and they've they've shown that. And I saw rumors on Twitter they wouldn't even know if they're going to start Martin Jones tonight. Uh, he is going to start. He is but. starting, but yeah. Well, also, my last one, Colorado. They are up three uh, one. My abs. Pepsi Center was rocking last night. They won in it overtime. Rico Rantanen laser beam. Tied um, it up with less than three to go. Two on the power play. If they win this series against Calgary, in my opinion, I don't think they're a cup threat uh, contender. But in your opinion, can they get to the conference finals and the cup final? I don't. I don't think they can get to the cup final. Sorry, friend of the program, Tyson Jost. I know. I know you're listening. Uh, but no, I think. I think they're good enough to get past the first round. I mean, anything can happen. It's playoff hockey. We, we've seen that with the Islanders being underdogs, even though they had home ice sweeping pit. Same thing with Columbus sweeping the record setting, a record tying uh, Tampa team. But I don't know if they're going to be good enough to to beat Vegas. Vegas will have the home ice. Um, and their lights out on home ice, and I love the additions of of Stone, Patrick at the beginning of the year. They signed Stastny and free. Stone's agency. been a world beater in the playoffs he's so far. Le- he's leading the leading the playoffs in points and goals. He's got six goals in four is games. Good? Is winning good, Jake? Uh, winning is not good, Dan. Winning is mundane. Winning it's great. is mundane. <laughs> winning winning is mundane. mundane. Oh, it's great. Winning uh, is mundane. We're big hot take guys on the show. We like to spit the hottest and most correct takes in the history of podcasts. Do you guys have any hot takes for us? This is your chance. This is the floor is yours. I'll give you. I'll keep stalling so you guys can think. You guys have the opportunity. It doesn't matter. What uh, I have a hot take. Oh, uh, let's hear it. John Party is the best country artist in the game. Wow, that's wow. not that's, sports related. That's, that's not a hot take. That is such a cold take. That because is it's right. It's it's not a hot take. Okay, so yeah, you say so you agree. So with it's me, a right? cold take. Some would say it's a hot take, but yeah, thank you, Patty. For Shout out to John Party. John Party. Yeah. Hot take. Arizona Coyotes are going to be a powerhouse in the NHL Ugh. in about. Uh, 30 years? Nope. I'm going to give it never. Four. Wow. Powerhouse. Oh, that's a hot take. Powerhouse. That is a hot take. I got a young core. Just wait. That's a, I mean, po- just a powerhouse. Wait. That means contending. Text cup. me, call me four years. You'll be like, you're right. I'm going to tw- oh, okay. tweet Thanks, at man. second best bonds. Dubs, write that down. <laughs> uh, Put hot, it in the laptop. Hot take. Uh, Brewers win the World Series. Bucks win the, uh, yes! the championship. Wow. And Packers win the Super Bowl. Let's go. I love that, that, that's like an it. incredibly hot take. That is a hot take. But also very doable. So. Your your boy over here at your lobes twenty seven Dan the man Lebowski Daddy Daddy Thank you did <laughs> Thank did you. did predict or did call that the Bucks would win that was in January the NBA championship in, in probably January Jackson, in February. February. pull it up pull it up it was in it was in February it was February yeah. he did call it that so was before the himself. Uh, maker trade. I don't care when it was. It was in February, and I'm going to win that. Yeah, I mean, and I, oh. he's questioned himself a few times along the way, and then he goes, nah, nah, I got to stick by my take. I got to stick by it, which I respect. Don't like, don't like Patty, and I, don't Patty and I blasted you, too. So 
Dubs, yeah, you like blast it. me on whatever take it is, and you're so no, 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 no. We're no, not no, going no, back no, to the no, Coach no, K no, argument no. because Dubs, you're wrong. No, we've I'm not. We've not established wrong. it. We're not, not going wrong. back to it. Dubs, what, what was oh, the, here? We got I'm outsider outsider takes. No, I, they they. I mean, they don't really. Do you know wait, college no, basketball? Yeah, no, no, college basketball. Be good with. Lowe said he would take four or five coaches in game, not recruiting, not everything. He would take four or five coaches in game over Coach K. No, sorry. No. no, I'm sorry. I, you, I really, you don't know anything you, about I college can't. basketball. Thank you. I don't know much I'm about sorry. college basketball, but that seems like a very stupid take. The people <laughs> have spoken, <laughs> Dan. Like cool the people in, have spoken. In in game, no, I agreed with Dan. When I I was on Dub's side, and when Dan started spitting facts, no, I was like, Ooh. no, Dan and is then, so wrong. And then watching watching the Final Four, watching those lives, seeing them actually make in game adjustments. Yeah, I'm so far on Dan's side. It's incredible. Dubs, what was the take I said like right at the beginning of the show, and you were about to come at me? You said, and this is terrible too. You said <laughs> John Stockton, a guy. No, who's... no, it wasn't that. It was on this show. I said oh, something. today. I don't. And you were like, ah. I don't remember. In the top five, what was the first about? Five. What was the first top five? I don't remember. You should have it up. It was yeah. about Golden State. It was about the Warriors. Was it when you I said, think, I said oh, you said better you said, without Boogie. Yeah, and that's, that's false. True. I mean, better defensively, yes. Analytic-wise. No, the stats have shown that they're actually better when he's not on the court. But and I'm, I'm not telling a you guys, guy. I'm telling you guys in the playoffs you can tell me you're where right. the Warriors have only three guys that can score on their floor right now. Draymond Green is a non-factor anymore. He has plummeted the last three years. They needed a low post presence, and that's going to kill him. If you look at the Houston game, the game at Houston where Boogie went for 27-12, and 12. he single-handedly won that game. And then, but now they got Looney, a guy who can't score at all. I hate Looney. Yeah, and I mean, it's going to be tough for Golden State. That oh, sorry, Houston so, series so, is going to so, be a so battle. So Steph, KD, and Dubs. Claire, they're bad. No, no. Dubs, no but not... they don't have anyone else besides that on the floor that can create Dubs, their own shot. Boogie the... can score every time on the block. Dubs, Boogie is literally the epitome of the opposite of Golden State. He's a ball stopper. He doesn't. No, he's not. He's a great passer he in the post. His, he's a guy that can stretch quad, the floor. He's he a guy that can shoot after a, f- Dubs, a wide open ball. I Talk can't even argue with you because you caught my argument. I will second that, Jake. You cut everything every time I try to say something. You cut me off. I might have to. I might have to wait. No, no, no. I don't want to talk about this. I was actually going to bring something up. Did you guys? Are you guys soccer guys at all? Did you guys watch? Absolutely. Did you guys check out that Tottenham game? Yeah, Tottenham. That was was insane. That was the craziest soccer game I think I've ever seen. There's there's like five. The offsides call too. The offsides call. Two minutes. Unbelievable. There was five goals in the first like 15 minutes. That's wild. Jake, you wanted to say something. Uh, I just wanted to give a uh, quick plug here. My boy John Party coming out with (laughs) new music soon. Uh, stay tuned. It's going to be unbelievable. I see you uh, giving one of these. I love it. Uh, John Party, great guy, great artist. All right, that's it for uh, this week of Beyond the Badgers on WSUM 91.7 FM here in Madison. We will see you guys next week. Love you guys.